from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Please join us in this prayer of love to the Holy Family for the fourth week of Advent. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, in you we contemplate the splendor of true love. To you we turn with trust. Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that our families too may be places of communion and prayer, authentic schools of the gospel, and small domestic churches. Holy Family of Nazareth, may families never again experience violence, rejection, and division. May all who have been hurt or scandalized find ready comfort and healing. Holy Family of Nazareth, make us once more mindful of the sacredness and inviolability of the family and its beauty in God's plan. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, Graciously hear our prayer. Amen. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Darren Diaz. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from an anonymous donor from Quebec. This Mass is offered for the intentions of the family, for those attending the Mass, and for those at home. Our thanks to our donor for making it possible for tens of thousands of faithful across Canada and around the world to share in this celebration. We would also like to invite you and your family to join us tonight on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day tomorrow for a special one-hour Mass celebrating the Nativity of our Lord. Please visit the Daily TV Mass website for more information about the time of our Christmas Mass and will be broadcast across Canada. Our Community Mass will also be available on our website and YouTube channel on Christmas Eve. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. And with your spirit. My dear brothers and sisters, we gather on this day before Christmas to place ourselves before God's mercy and compassion once again. And so as we prepare to celebrate these sacred mysteries, let us be reminded of God's compassion incarnate in his word, Jesus Christ. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart, Kyrie eleison. You came to call sinners, Christe eleison. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Kyrie eleison. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Come quickly, we pray, Lord Jesus, and do not delay, that those who trust in your compassion may find solace and relief in your coming, who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Samuel. Now when King David was settled in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, the king said to the prophet Nathan, See now, I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God stays in a tent. 
Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Are you the one to build me a house to live in? Now therefore thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, to be prince over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make for you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, so that they may live in their own place and be disturbed no more. And evildoers shall afflict them no more as formerly, for the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come forth from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. Your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. After Zechariah had named his son John, his mouth was opened, and he began praising God. Then Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke this prophecy. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus the Lord has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our ancestor Abraham, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and guide our feet into the way of peace. The Gospel of the Lord. We read today in the first reading from 2 Samuel about David, who, now king of united Israel, wants to build a house just like the house that David lives in. David, now a king, lives in luxury, a house of cedar. But the Ark of God, where God dwells, remains in a tent. God's presence in the Ark of the Covenant is not covered in a grand building. No house of cedar for God. God remains in a tent. This, this is a reminder that God, before David took possession of Jerusalem as his capital, the Ark of the Covenant traveled with the people throughout the country. But now that David has become king and has taken up permanent residence as ruler of the north and the south, perhaps he feels a bit guilty, for he lives in this luxury in conditions that are better than those of God who dwells in the ark covered by a tent. And now after initially telling David to go ahead, you know, build a house suitable for God as he sees fit, the prophet Nathan is corrected by the Lord. In fact, God seems hostile to the idea of a permanent home. God seems to have a preference for the desert practice of tent dwelling and mobility. God rather indignantly says to David through Nathan, I took you from the pasture. You were just a shepherd before you met me. I, God, made you the leader of Israel. You didn't destroy your enemies, David. I went before you. I destroyed your enemies. 
I make people great, not you. I make Israel great. I, God, raise up. And I will be a father, and you will be my son. God doesn't need the house of cedar that David wants to build. It's not David that raises God to dignity through a house, through a building. It's God that has raised David and Israel to dignity out of the generous love of a father to a child. God, it seems, is actually fairly happy to be housed in a tent. God can thus travel with God's people wherever they go. God is not tied down to a particular place or to a particular people. God is not limited geographically. In a sense, God is a nomad. God goes where God wills, to be with who God wants. God doesn't belong to any tribe or people. God is homeless. God is looking for shelter and sheltered by people. Or maybe God is like a migrant who goes from place to place to look for a home. God doesn't have a permanent home. God doesn't have a specific home. God is a migrant. God is mobile, such that God's presence can be anywhere and everywhere. The God who saves us enters anew into our lives in each and every age. This is what Zechariah, John the Baptist's father, praises in the gospel reading. He had been struck mute, and now that he has named his son, he is able to speak. And the first thing that Zechariah does is he gives praise to God. He gives praise to the God who keeps his promises. All those promises that God made in the past about the future, about the liberation of people, they're kept. God delivers on them. God delivers his people from bondage and from the threat of enemies. Zechariah's prophetic song of praise for the God of our salvation heralds in a new era, just as his son John the Baptist will herald Jesus Christ. When the God with no particular particular place and no particular home makes a home in humankind. In the incarnation, the great festivity we celebrate tomorrow, God makes a home in humankind in a special and unsurpassable way. In the incarnation, God becomes flesh fully human, such that our God is in profound solidarity with humankind. In Jesus' experiences of birth and death and everything in between, he experiences what it means to be human. In making his home in Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago in Roman-occupied Palestine, this does not mean God is exclusively limited there, that God is only found in Jesus Christ or only found in his church. God remains a nomad. God remains at home in a tent, going from place to place and people to people throughout history, throughout the world, such that God might be present in many and diverse ways. Ten more, we celebrate the way in which God is present as a human, as one of us in the Word made flesh.
Let us now open up the prayers and petitions of this assembly for the church and for the whole world. Let us pray for all refugees and migrants as they seek a home and better living circumstances. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for all the homeless, especially in places where winter is severe, that they may be assisted and preserved in this season. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for all those who are lonely during this Christmas season that God's presence might be a source of comfort and joy. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for all the frontline workers who have given of themselves selflessly during this Christmas season. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And let, let us pray for all the ill in mind and body and those who care for them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And we pray for all the dead, especially those members of our mass community. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And let us pray our intention for the month of December. Heavenly Father, we offer our community prayer for all of those in our daily TV Mass Prayer Intentions book. During this Advent season, we ask our Blessed Mother to intercede with her Son on behalf of those searching for hope, joy, and love as we prepare for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, Help us prepare to celebrate Christmas by contemplating Mary and Joseph. Mary, the woman full of grace. Joseph, the faithful and just man. They chose to be filled with hope, joy, and love, rather than listen to the voices of doubt and human pride. With them, let us walk toward Bethlehem together. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that your sacrifice and mine may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the, may the Lord accept the sacrifice in your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of his holy church. Graciously make your own, O Lord, the offerings which we bring, that partaking of them we may be cleansed of our sins and merit to stand ready with pure hearts for the coming in glory of your Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him, the Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in praise. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, 
and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. You are holy indeed, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your presence, in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin, 
and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another a sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant to us who find new vigor, O Lord, in these wondrous gifts, that as we prepare to celebrate in adoration the festivities of your son's nativity, so we, we may possess in gladness his everlasting rewards, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And in your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. 